Hello and welcome to Victory Briefings, where we use the Word of God for a victorious life. I'm Dwight Hammond and I thank you for joining me today. Be blessed by the Holy Spirit as He gives you new revelation knowledge through the Word of God. Let's look at Ephesians 5:25 through 33. Here the Holy Spirit continues the marriage analogy. He started with the wife in verses 22 through 24. Now he turns to the husband. Ephesians 5, 25 and 26 tells us, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. Notice the Greek pronoun for the church here is her, not it. Jesus gave himself, his all, for the church. Likewise, there should be an absolute love in the husband-wife relationship, where the husband gives himself for the wife in everything. When you give yourself, you give everything that belongs to you. In the marriage covenant, both give totally to one another. Jesus held nothing back when he made us joint heirs with him in Romans 8.17. The word word here in the Greek is rhema. Rhema is the spoken word of God. When you were born again, you were cleansed by the spoken word of God. Communication of the word of God produces faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the rhema of God, Romans 10.17. Husbands should speak words that agree with God's word to edify and encourage their wives. When we receive God's word, we are cleansed and he is glorified. Chapter 5, verse 27 tells us that he might present to himself the church in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she would be holy and blameless. Rhema glorifies brightens, and takes out spots and wrinkles. Marriages break down because communication breaks down. As long as husbands and wives talk out their problems and differences in love, they can work out most spots and wrinkles. Now, where it says any such thing, spots and wrinkles and any such thing, the church will always be in agreement concerning the Great Commission. But until the resurrection, there will always be newborn Christians along with carnal believers added to the body of Christ. As long as the church age continues, we will not agree on all beliefs and doctrines. That is why we must endeavor to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Ephesians 4.3 I love carnal Christians, but I don't agree with them on all things. The church will finally be totally spotless and free of wrinkles at the judgment seat of Christ. Then all wood, hay, and stubble will be burned out, and the gold and silver and precious stones will remain. Ephesians 5.28 goes on to tell us, So husbands also ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his own wife loves himself. A husband loving his wife is loving his own body, since they are one flesh. Jesus, the head, loves his own body, since we are one spirit with him. You became one spirit when you accepted Jesus, 
in salvation. A husband and wife became one flesh when they accepted each other in marriage. You, as the church, are the body of Christ. As the church is the extension of Christ, husbands and wives are extensions of each other. Verses 29 and 30 tells us no one ever hated his own flesh, but they nourish and cherish it, just as Christ also does the church, because we are parts of his body. Husband, just like you take care of your own body, take care of your wife the same way. Supply all her needs, because she is a part of you. Verses 31 and 32 go on to say, For this reason the man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Paul says in verse 32, This mystery is great, but I am speaking with reference to Christ and the church. For this reason, this is referring to joining together and becoming one flesh, Man is to leave or distance himself from his parents and be joined to his wife, Genesis 2.24. The two become one flesh, and this physical union is only for marriage. The church becomes one spirit with the Lord by praying in the spirit, worship and praise, and this spiritual union is only for believers. In Scripture, a mystery is a revealed truth, and the great mystery here is the two becoming one flesh, a union stronger than a parent-child bond, and it's a picture of the relationship Jesus has with his Spirit-filled believers. Now the final verse in this chapter, verse 33, tells us, Nevertheless, as for you individually, each husband is to love his own wife the same as himself, and the wife must see to it that she respects her husband. The word respect here means honor, revere, and admire. Wives, just as you honor, revere, and admire the Lord, you are to respect your husband. Look at him in faith. You can have what you believe for. Husband, love your wife as Jesus loves the church. She belongs to you. Give her your absolute love. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. Now let's see what's in the mailbag. I thank the Lord for all the listeners that we have and the comments that we've received. Today I have a thank you note. It says, Excellent. I appreciate your podcast on the celebration of our nation. Encouraging to hear. It's encouraging to hear about our covenants and to be reminded to speak them forward. Thank you for your ministry. Well done. God bless you, my friend, and thank you for clicking on the mailbag button and leaving us a note. Thank you, podcast listeners. Thank you all for your prayers and your comments. God bless you. Let me know where you're listening from. Send an email to mailbag at victorybriefings.net. And I may mention your comments in the mailbag section of the podcast. I hope you are subscribed and will make it a part of your ministry to share this message with others. God bless you, my friend. This program and other materials are available at victorybriefings.net. <music>